0: Before we get started. Before
1: we get started.
0: This show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kinda like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is clicks in it. This is clicks in it. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now your gaming superheroes: Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles.
1: Let's do this.
2: Clicks in it. This is episode 186. Adam has the night off. He's going to catch up on the rules and plans on reading the comprehensive for the next two weeks starting on page one. Tonight is myself, Dan, and Miles. Uh, Today we're going to cover the state's results from last week, and then this week's states that Dan and I are attending, and then the new LE figures. So, starting with uh, New Jersey. Uh, Dan, do you want to go over the results for New Jersey?
1: Yeah, so top four was... Isaac A.B. in first, Ken Milton in second, Tim Traster in third, and Thomas Banaji in fourth. So Isaac played a Scarlet Witch, Sakarian Iron Man, Double Carnage Surfer, Venom Magneto, and Mad Jim. So Saki obviously had the Cloak, uh, Scarlet Witch had the Darkhold, and only one of the Carnage Civil Servers was equipped, and it had the Black Symbiote. Uh, but he also had a Blue Lantern Ring, and the other Carnage Symbiote on the sideline, uh, the Necrosword, Emotional Monifier, the Angler, and Time Platform for Mad Jim to swap into people. Um, in second place, Ken Minton had the Scarlet Witch Saki Scarab, Mad Jim Jasper's, the 25-point Spidey that gives you wild card, uh, Commissioner with the Shock Gauntlets, uh, the Batman Team of Legacy Green Lantern, and then a 10-point Colossal Carnage. Uh, the last two for so third and fourth, Tim Traster played a unthemed symbiote spider-man team and then thomas banagia played a mystical theme
2: congrats to isaac for taking new jersey
1: yeah apparently they had quite the turnout so i would say that's that's always good to when you pull it out from that large of a group
2: uh next we have texas they have 35 players uh miles do you want to take texas so
0: texas uh yeah 35 players which i believe is what the largest states that we've had i think so yeah first place was caleb reddick computer, load up. Um, and he was playing... Of course I don't have it here, but uh he was playing uh, Masters of Evil Defensive Shell with, uh, it's going to be Demon and Armor. I don't know why I can't find that
1: There we go. Uh, yeah, he's got Demon and Armor, King Killmonger, Sakarian Iron Man with the cloak, Watcher with the Pumpkin Bombs, Chipped with the Emotional Modifier, one, one Flash, and then the Legacy Green Lantern with the Green Lantern Ring.
0: and he's been playing this... Uh, ring with demon in armor for quite a while. Um, so yeah, throwing the, the Master of Evil swap is real good. It uh, looks like he has two dark phoenixes on the sideline, which I'm not sure why. He's gonna only bring in one. Um, it's an Iron Inquisitor, Destroyer, War Machine. Um, second place got um, Matt Donham. Hopefully I'm saying that right. And uh, he had a Spider-Man Prime with uh, the black symbiote, which is surprising. Um, so Tyrant with the all black. Maggot with blue ring, Chip with the Lantern Ring and Venom Magneto with Molecule Man the cloak. Uh, so with two unthemed teams making a top cut with Caleb pulling it out, which is always nice. Uh, in third place, we had Derek Lair, which was an MOE X-Men swap, and Sack Coffee with uh, getting fourth with Sac tyrant and Spider-Hulk. It's good to see Spider-Hulk hitting top four, right? Yeah. Yeah, always it's nice to see, to see those pick,
2: uh, those pieces actually hitting the uh, the top. Uh, Then we have uh, Virginia, who had 21 players. Uh, First place went to Zane Gates. He played uh, Scarlet Witch with the Darkhold, Black Skull, uh, Carnage Silver Surfer with the Red Symbiote, a Carnage Silver Surfer that was not equipped, and then Venom Magneto, the Ultra Chase Mephisto, and then a Colossal Carnage. Then second place was Jacob Bishop, He played two Dark Phoenixes from Avengers 60th, a Sky Tyrant with the all-black, Venom Magneto, the Ultra Chase Mephisto, Molecule Man, Commissioner, and then the Prime Hulk with the Cloak of Levitation. Um, Then in third place was John Burgess. He had a Masters of Evil Tyrant swap. And then fourth came to Richard McClear, who had trash can Spidey, which was uh, interesting to see him. Uh, and he was actually equipped with the All Black
1: Sword too. That's pretty cool because he could hit three characters at a time, I think, or some, or he can target all adjacent characters with when he uses Hypersonics. That's actually pretty cool because you can just hit three people for three. And with the All Black, they just don't have, you know, shape changing super senses.
2: Yeah, it was cool to see that that piece uh, came out in fourth place and. 20-plus uh, event, 20-people event like that. Uh, so congrats to Zane Gates. And then uh, moving on to California.
1: Yeah, so we have our top four of Pat- uh, Patrick Yep-Jocko, uh Jackson Smith, Jesse Cortez, and Anthony Bargan. Uh, so Pat played a unthemed black heart with the soul sword, world's finest with all black, Wonder- uh, death metal one Woman with the golden armor, which I actually kind of like because then she doesn't die when you hit her <laughs> into a wall. Uh, That's actually pretty cool. Uh, Kid Thanos for the MOE swap, uh, and then Mephisto. And he had Dark Phoenix, Iron Inquisitor, King Killmonger on the sideline, along with uh, Scrappy-Doo, and then the Batman Team-Up Super Rare A version for World's Finest, and then Destroyer Prime. Uh, So second place was Jackson Smith, so he played uh, Symbiote Spidey with the All Black, Sakarian Iron Man with the Cloak, Iron Inquisitor, Venom Magneto with the Darkhold, Mephisto, and Commissioner. And his sideline was Scrappy-Doo, and then a mix of MOE with War Machine, King Killmonger, Doom Supreme, Ghost Goblin, and Dark Phoenix. And third was Jesse Cortez, and he played a unthemed, starting with... Oh, it was a mission point team, so it's Dark Side and a bunch of other mission point people. I, I, I can't tell... This is the, I think this is the healing version, right? Because it has Indigo 1 on it. It just looks like it's a bunch of Mission Point people. Yeah,
2: he probably so, had a bunch of different options for that. Yeah,
1: and then la- uh, fourth place was Anthony Berrigan. Uh, so he played... Uh, he played also unthemed. It was iron uh, like a MOE swap with Sky Tyrant, Sakarian Iron Man, Carnage Surfer, Mag- Mag- Venom Mags, Mephisto, and a Colossal Carnage. So uh, just a lot of the good stuff on that team pretty much. So, definitely not a bad team uh and that was it for the top four for california next is uh george or no, it. Yeah,
0: so it looks like uh this is uh i think the second smallest states that we've seen because i think tennessee only had eight it's only has 10 players on the top four which sucks to see these these low turnouts <laughs> but uh, first place we have larry plano incarnate surfers uh one equipped with the red symbiote and uh with the black bone of Amduat. shut down the stop clicks Billmonger with warlock apocalypse at 35 points with sword Bearer, that uh, looks like he played him with a soul sword and hit him and genesis at 35. Uh, felix faust with the us agent shield which i really like that combo and then uh prime hulk with cloak and his sideline um Doom Supreme, Thor, Black Skull, Kid Thanos, Ghost Goblin, and Hound. Oh, yeah, the MOE just all swap pieces on there. Uh, second place, we have Constantine Savitsky. I think I got that right. Uh, Saki with Cloak, Guy Tyrant with the all-black, Kid Thanos, uh, Dark Phoenix, Mephisto, Prime Batman at 25, the Utility Belt and the Ring, and Commissioner with Scrappy and um, some more MOE swaps. Uh, third place, we had Adam Fox which, with a nice Spider-Man Prime team, unthemed. And then one of my favorite teams, uh, Mark Su- Suarez in fourth with a World's Finest Doom swap. So we started out with a platform, DJ Doom and World's Finest. Uh, I love to see, I- I'm-, I'm loving seeing these pieces hit in top four. We have with uh, Trashcan Spidey, Spider-Hulk, and now uh, DJ Doom swap. Yeah, and actually, I thought it was pretty cool while. to even even see uh, Blackheart
2: because he nah. got really risky to play after uh, knockback damage came back. So to see him nah. take a big event, too, is pretty cool. Yeah, and, and Ty knows exactly what he's
0: doing. If any player's going to get him to work, it's going to be Pat, for sure. But yeah, I think he's been playing Blackheart for a while. And then, well, next up, it looks like it's uh, Georgia.
2: Yeah, next is Georgia. They had 14 players. Uh, First place was Forrest Paul. He played a Sky Tyrant, Carnage Silver Surfer with the Black Symbiote, a Carnage Silver Surfer, a Scarab, Venom Magneto with the Darkhold, Mad Jim Jaspers, and then the Green Lantern Legacy uh, with the Green Lantern Ring. Then second place was Mark Woods. He played two Carnage Silver Surfers. Neither were equipped. He played Merlin, Kid Thanos, Cosmo, Mephisto, and then Star Sapphire with the Star Sapphire Ring. Third place was Blant Archer. He played a Prime Iron Spider team, which I'm surprised I actually did not see more Iron Spiders in some of these lists because I thought he was going to make a bigger impact. <laughs> Then uh, fourth place, we have Mike Harvey, who played a full-point Iron Hammer team with the pumpkin Bombs attached, which I think it's kind of cool to see him coming out on top on some of these two, or at least in the top four, because it's a piece that I really like.
1: Which one? Uh, Iron Hammer. Oh, yeah. yeah,
2: uh, uh, 150-point Iron Hammer make top four in some of these. is pretty
1: cool. 150 points. Wow, I was thinking maybe at 100, but 150 is even better. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so that's cool to see. He won one of these events. I can't. I remember
2: which one. Iron Hammer did? Sure. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, and then that is Georgia, so congrats to Forrest Paul.
1: Oh, no. Oh, I thought I was having Illinois. I have... Or, sorry, Indiana. I have Kentucky. So Kentucky, we have... The top four is Jay Major, Randy Carter, Jalen Major, and Daniel Powell. So Jay Major played Double Carnage Surfer, Death Metal Wonder Woman, Apocalypse with the the uh, OP, the, the, with the winnable, or the, the prize with the Soul Sword, another Apocalypse with the Soul Sword at 35, a Genesis with the Soul Sword at 35, and then a Colossal Carnage. And his sideline was just Destroyer, apparently. Um, the Prime. And then, so, Randy Carter taking second with Invincible Ant-Man, Scarlet Witch with the Darkhold, Sicarian Iron Man with the Cloak, Fal- uh, Falcon at 50 points with, with the Time Platform of all things. Pretty cool. And then uh, Spider Man at 25, the one that gives the wild card. Um, what was it? Uh, and, uh, sorry, yeah, with the Sinestro core ring. And his sideline consists of, let's see, War Machine and two Squirrel Spies. Uh, so Jalen Major played uh, Double Dark Phoenix, Sky Tyrant with the All Black, Apocalypse at 35. Looks like no sword, same with Genesis. And then Mephisto, Professor X Swap. Uh, and then Hulk at 10 points. And his sideline was Peepers, Venom Mags, Jubilee, Iron Inquisitor, King Killmonger, and a Stepford Cuckoo. Oh, so, interesting. And then and fourth place was Daniel Powell with an uh, sw- uh, X-Men theme with MOE swaps. So it's King Killmonger, Dark Phoenix, Sky Tyrant with the All Black, Genesis, Apocalypse, Mephisto, Professor X, Hulk, uh, the Prime One. And then sideline was Venom Mags, Dark Phoenix, Deadpool... Uh, Iron Inquisitor, Peeper, and Cipher. I'm guessing Deadpool's coming in for Sky Tyrant. No, I thought it was seventy-five. No, no, sorry, that's the uh, uh, that's the, the 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 floaty Deadpool, the one that makes everybody dolphins. Sorry, I mis I misunderstood the there, one that the was. Water. Yeah, it's the water Deadpool. Uh, so that is top four for Kentucky. Definitely heavy hitters in the top four here
2: uh next is indiana they had 20 players first place was denny bobbledyke who played a prime spidey team with the all black necrosword he had doom supreme iron inquisitor chip mephisto felix faust and a crazy jane second place was daniel powell who played a king killmonger a dark phoenix sky tyrant with the all black the necrosword a Genesis Apocalypse, both those prize ones, Mephisto, the SWAT Professor X, and then Prime Hulk. Then we have Brody Bobbledyke who played a symbiote Spider-Man with the all-black necrosword as well, a Spider-Man Noir with the Darkhold, Sakarian Iron Man with the Cloak of Levitation, Madam Web, Gwen Stacy with the web shooters, Uh, the one from uh, Spider-Man Beyond Amazing, and then Marvella, um at the end there and then fourth place was pj bolan who played five scarabs one was equipped with the pumpkin bombs one was equipped with the shot gauntlets one was equipped with the sinestral core ring and then two were unequipped he then had a commissioner uh with the radioactive clay Um, so that was kind of a cool team to see (laughs) get played Um, he also had the absorbing man on his sideline But I've got four scarabs and I've been wanting to play something similar. I just don't know if I could play the same piece like that for an all-day event. But it looked like it would be pretty fun. So congratulations to Denny Papaldyke. All right. And then last we have uh, no results for two other ones that were ran this last week, which is Colorado and Iowa. Um, but we do have results for Oregon, who uh, Miles was there and actually got to
1: play in it. Oh, did we cover Minnesota? Because I can do Minnesota before we do.
2: Uh, oh, it was a late ad, yeah, if you yeah. go over Minnesota.
1: Yeah, so for Minnesota, we have the top four consisting of, uh, what was it, Ethan Jacobs? Right. Uh, yes, our teammate Ethan, he's in the... What? Yeah, I was trying to see where you posted that for the... Uh... Oh, sorry. Yeah, so Ethan took uh, first, Alex Mater took second, uh, Isaac Denke took third, and Chris Cassio took fourth. So Ethan's team consisted of uh, two Carnage Surfers. Uh, one was equipped with the Red Symbiote, one was not equipped. Uh, Iron Inquisitor, Ghost Goblin, Venom Magneto... Uh, with the darkhold mephisto prime hulk with the cloak yeah and then um, a one single colossal carnage and his sideline was double dark phoenix doom supreme king killmonger black skull and kid thanos uh, let's see second place with Alex Mater he played Sakarian iron man or sorry no uh, prime spidey uh, with the all black iron inquisitor ghost goblin venom Magneto uh, with the no with the cloak yeah And then Mephisto with the Sinestro ring and Commissioner. And then third and fourth place were Isaac Denke. He played a Prime Spider Man team. And then Chris Cassio played an Iron Hammer team. So another Iron Hammer in top four. So that's pretty cool. Yeah,
2: very happy to see that piece. That was a. And then then moving on to Oregon, where Miles was able to actually participate in. Uh,
0: Miles, you want to take Oregon results? Yeah, so um, I just want to add to that. I ran my frog torch team, um, which was double chase torches, invisible woman, Fantastic Four, bombastic bag man, frog man with uh, lock shot gauntlets, Lockjaw. All right, is this working now? Can you guys hear me? Miles, are you there? Yes, can you hear me? I wasn't sure exactly which team I wanted to play for Oregon. Um, I was thinking about an Aquaman team. I just didn't feel comfortable, so I decided to go with my same Torch team, which is the you know, two Chase Torches, the Fantastic Thor, Invisible Woman, Bagman, Frogman with Gauntlet, Blockjaw, Leech with Cloak, and the Human Torch. Uh, deep Cuts, 20 points with Absorbing Man on my sideline. Uh, the results weren't what I was hoping. I got some ma- bad uh, matchups. Um, went 2-0 to start, and then I lost my first my last three games, sadly but uh, all three of my losses were all top eight players, so. Um, with first place taken in Oregon is actually gonna be Corey Franklin, who uh, he, once he found out about the second place team, he, he asked me, he's like, hey, what kind of tips you got? He ran a Spider-Man Prime with all black, a Sakarian with Cloak, Black Skull, and uh, making it with Sinetra Ring, Mephisto, and Commissioner with uh, Phoenix, Hillmonger, Gross Goblin, Doom Supreme, and Iron Inquisitor, and War Machine on his sideline. Uh, it's a really fun, aggressive team. Once Sword with Prime Spider-Man is just, I think that is the best combo for main attacker right now in Clix, for sure. Uh, second place team, the dumbest team ever. <laughs> 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 it is eight Mockingbirds, Miss Minutes, um, one of the Mockingbirds with Cloak, and five deep cut torches. So the entire trick is to hopefully have your opponent wanna go first and put this team onto Morlock tunnels where you're able to put behind blocking and everything and you get your torches to do the free barrier and kill one of the Mockingbirds so that Miss Minutes can get seven mission points. So your, your opponent's on a timer. You you have three turns to beat to kill Miss Minutes or you lose, like there's no if, ands, or buts. I, I think it's dumb, luckily, Corey was able to pull out the win because he has the one piece that counters it m- most effectively with Prime Spider-Man. But I think that this just shows you that there's, there's a problem here with uh, uninteractive mission points. I think something needs to be done about mission points. Yeah, it was a cool idea, but I think it's starting to get to the point That's, where it's going to be too much. Yeah, there's just, yeah, there's just nothing there. That number three team was actually my favorite game of the day. It was my last game. It was. Me and Brian Dormeyer of the Eagles, and it was win and get in. Now, he has the other side of that coin of mission points to where it's completely interactive. I know a lot of people hate it, but you know what? He's rolling dice, and I believe he rolled, like, maybe 10 or 11 crit misses the entire tournament. So, uh, he had the Wrecker Prime with Sinestro Core Ring, the Wonder Woman um, from Wonder Woman 80, the swap Sinestro... From wonder woman 80 the wonder woman uh, from batman team up that gives the mission points for um what for action tokens and then if you have in cap you can go ahead and get use charge gave her the lasso of truth and then he had chip uh it was a very very fun team i was able to go in there and just take out his wonder woman so he couldn't get mission points and unfortunately the wrecker and the Wonder Woman eighty Wonder Woman was just too much for me to be able to take out in one turn because they got such long dials. But that yeah, that game ended up going to time. I believe. Yeah, just just before time. So that was a really fun game. This is how mission points should be played, is that you have to work for your mission points. So then he, he still beats you on, play. He beat you on points then? He beat me on points uh, Turn two I brought Lockjaw over there And just completely killed his Wonder Woman His mission point engine Like that was my goal Kill that And then go from there The Wrecker was just too much um, To take out And then I wasn't even getting My super senses rolls Even though they were four through six So that sucked um, but yeah it was a really just Fun game that Didn't go The way that we planned it Because his team's not built To go like that So it really took him out of his Comfort Jeff zone it was just a perfect matchup. Uh, fourth place is Derek, who uh, he ran a Scarlet Witch Arachnite team. That team was fun. Uh, I, would, I luckily didn't have to play against it. Um, and then the last opponent that I played against actually took fifth, and that was Teresa. I actually helped him rebuild this team. I play-tested with this team uh, a few times for Washington, where he was going against my Torch team. So this is the third time he played my Torch team. So unfortunately for me... He was familiar with it, so... He had a Spider-Man Prime with all black, which seems to be a trend here. Arachnite at 60 with Soul Sword. And Gwyn America with the Carter Shield. Bombastic Bagman, Frogman, and Lockjaw. Uh, We had a really fun game. I made the hugest misplay because I didn't play since Washington State. And I did it in the wrong order to kill Arachnite. I unfortunately did my Penetrating Poison with Torch before I did my Knockback with Frogman. If I would have done it in the opposite order, I would have won and potentially hit top eight. But uh, since I knocked him out in Washington to get to top eight, uh, I think it was only fitting in that he was able to knock me out to get top eight for Oregon. And the turnout was great. I think we had twenty, 23 players. I don't know why it says 22. Uh, we were at a brewery. The brewery loved it. They actually wanted us to run even more there. So I look forward to, to going back there. Shades of Brew, if you guys are ever out there. Please, yeah they they have amazing they have an amazing venue and they also have an amazing yeah, alcohol choice that's yeah, pretty good how close to portland is that um it's in salem so it's probably um depending traffic like a 30-minute drive 30 to 45 oh, minutes so drive bad. yeah so you are done with your human torch team then i am yes this was the last hurrah it kind of went out with a whimper but you know what the fact that i was able to get this team without any practice in and get the top four think completely shows that this is a competitive viably competitive team and besides one misplay where i did the knockback and torch damage it still could have ended up being three and two and making another top cut so i just don't think there's really anything else for me to prove with this team i can keep going and but i'm just not that kind of player i like to, to use a team prove that it can win and then move on to the next challenge um I like I like to see HeroClix as a, um, as mentally challenging. I'm not the kind of person that's going to go play a video game like Madden and brag about scoring 100 points on rookie. Of course I can, because I'm good at the game. I want to actually challenge my intellect. Um, I'm not knocking anybody. That's you know that's just how that's my personal preference. Um, this is a game. Anyone can play however they want to. That's not my my moment to judge. I'm not saying people are bad players for using money teams. Because I mean, sure, if you got money, sure do it. I unfortunately do not have the ability to do that with five kids. So I'm now going to make Aquaman work. I have a few team ideas. Um, Doom, Merlin, swap with him. There's still a few, few bugs try and kink out before Worlds, but I can promise you that Aquaman, Doom, and Merlin will be on my team, for sure.
2: Nice. All right, well, that wraps up last week's states. This coming up week here uh, on Saturday, we have Wisconsin states, which is at Coliseum Games in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, 1030 is when registration starts. Um, Dan, you're judging this one. Uh, We have a bunch of our players that will be here. Uh, I keep switching my team a little bit, but I... All year I've been playing the Spider-Man, um, the prime one. So I did put the all black one on him. So I'm going to be staying with that. uh Sicarian. Iron Man with the cloak of levitation. And then recently at a win map I started putting the MOE chases on. So I have Black Skull with the symbiote so that I can drop that when they switch out and possibly switch out um, that on Spider-Man instead of the all black if it's not something that I'm going to need. And then Madam Web is on there with star sapphire and the star sapphire ring and then i now have skinny steve rogers on there and mephisto i ended up dropping the colossal carnage the marvella and the gwen stacy from beyond amazing to make room for mephisto um the combination with black scholar any of the master of evil chases and mephisto on the team is just too good to not play Um, So I'm playing that for sure on Saturday, and then if that goes well, I might play it again on Sunday when we go to Chicago. Um, That is in Chicago at uh, the Dice Dojo, and registration starts at 10 a.m. And then, Dan, you're playing in that one too, right?
1: I am. That is the plan, as I judge Saturday, so I at least keep my brain fresh for Sunday. Um, So my team is a Spider-Man family team, so I'm also playing Prime Spidey. I am playing him with Scarlet Witch with the Darkhold, Uh, Party Thor with the Pumpkin Bombs, Uh, Madam Web with the Cloak, a Deep Cuts Human Torch at 20, Gwen Stacy that swaps into the chases for my leader, and then Marvella at 15, so Marvella is pretty much the key. She's getting me Party Thor and Scarlet Witch and Human Torch, because they are all celebrity. So um, The strat here is just... I have Scarlet Witch, so I have someone that I can either just drop the rune in an area to block off and make it so they have trouble maneuvering. And then I have Spidey there. As, uh, he's either I can be an aggressor or I can just be, basically be Scarlet Witch's bodyguard. So if they try to move in on her, he can just move up, like full move up, and then do his subconscious crime fighting. So that's kind of the strat. I was, I, I've... I need to practice this team some more, but uh, that's pretty much how it plays. I had last time I played this team, I had Deathstroke, but I like Party Thor better. Deathstroke just felt a little weaker as far as, like, besides his pulse wave trick. So there was times where it just I wasn't able to get that off, and uh, having him on offense in other forms just didn't feel as good. And I like Party Did Thor you- for all... What was that? 50 points. At 50 points, I think
0: you're right. Party Thor is the right choice. I mean, between a 10 attack and a 12 attack.
1: Oh yeah, it was also the Flight and the Invincible to deal with Mystics, and giving him Energy Explosion is just nice, just in case I, like yeah, he only has one target, but uh, just giving him that as an alternative was a nice bonus. And if I also just want to attack, I can pair him up with Torch, because Torch has enhancement on that first click on his low dial, so. Um, that was a couple of the thoughts I had for this team. So I like that. Party Thor, I think, is highly underplayed. Yeah, and then my sideline is the mystery of the strange cube. Seeing as most of my team has senses, um, it just allows me to have another version of a power erasure. It's a little more random, but I rack up the the clue tokens pretty fast. Like most of my games in Kilted Classic, I had clue token. I had almost. I had four at least turn three most of the time. So I was starting to roll the die and just start to take away powers pretty quickly. Uh, And then the other two things are Gwen, Goddess of Thunder, and Inquenable Hulk from my swaps for Gwen Stacy. So, because I saw how good that Inquenable Hulk uh, was for you, Ryan, especially against the uh, Apocalypse teams, because she just has a printed five damage uh, Uh, on that that last (laughs) click. So it's really, because you have to be better than her with Apocalypse in order to to evade it. So that really gives you a slim, you have a, like, was it a... 16% 16% chance, or something like that, with the uh, having to land on a six. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I like that a lot. And the, uh, the reducing penetrating invincible or, or impervious is also great. Um, and that's one of my tarot cards that I, I plopped is the is Ten of Cups. There we go. Because it's increasing the impervious roll. So, if she's on the field and that drops, she's got an even better chance of surviving. So, uh, that was the thought. And Gwen has just played really well. She played really well for me at the Kill the Classic coming in on her last click. She's at 8, 12, 17, 4. Charge Quake Invincible Prob so with Pulse Wave that doesn't target friendlies, so those she's definitely also been pretty clutch for me. So it just comes down to um, like what I need at the moment, uh, but and most of the time also by that time I had Rally Dice on Madam Webb so I could keep them alive with the just dr- replacing the six on my Super Senses roll. So yeah, that's my team. I if, if I, I'm not sure if it's super competitive, but I really do enjoy playing this team quite a lot, so I'm sad that it's going to be rotating. <laughs> now going oh, back to it. that mystery card, the strange cube, yes. it did get an official ruling in the win that the six is uh, the white special powers; it is not gray powers. Yep. So yeah, and uh, when you get eight clue tokens, which won't probably happen that often, like you're super lucky if you make it that long. Um, you can roll two dice, so you can ha- you have an inche- increased chance to uh, get that six. But I did roll a six in a few of my games for white powers, so I was able to knock out a couple characters that had stop clicks because of it.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, that clue card did nothing for me all, both tournaments for Washington and Oregon.
1: Yeah, that's...
2: Okay, I, I completely forgot about it when I played, so I, I just took it off. There's There's a lot to yeah. remember, so... Yeah. And then uh, next we have the uh, the le's that were shown on uh, Facebook this week. Uh, we're not necessarily going to go over the the dials because Miles and Adam went over those yesterday. Um, but first we have Thor Gwen. Um, Dan, do you want to talk about Thor Gwen?
1: Sure. So I want to start off with she's not playable in modern. I don't think at least not <laughs> at, at least not in this moment. In post rotation I might reevaluate because sixty points isn't bad. She's Five clicks long and can. She has not. She doesn't have bad stats, granted. And uh, and she starts with Power Cosmic because she has the Arrogance token, obviously. So she has some utility, but um, I just don't think she does enough for 60 points because she only has five range and one bolt. Um, and yeah, she has the Psyblast Energy Explosion, but. It's just it's one of those where I don't think she does quite enough for that amount of points in in the game. I I just have to see where everything shakes out post rotation because we don't know what's all getting rotated. So I think that's the biggest thing is we we, we're taking educated guesses, but we don't really know. But I think she'll be fun to play for sure. She's got good keywords, um, but uh, I just I don't think she'll make it right now in in competitive modern.
2: I think she'll be fun to play at 90 points, just like at a casual game at your
1: local venue. Oh, if you think I'm I'm not doing that, oh, if you have a soror (laughs) in
2: Yeah, she'll be fine for that. I think uh, she's definitely going to be a fun piece to play.
1: That will be where I give her an additional rollout, and then I just bank on that you won't be able to hit her, and so I'll never lose my arrogance token. (laughs) That's very arrogant, Dan. Yeah, I know.
0: Connell is uh, the same as Chases, I think. That it should have been fifty, not sixty. I mean, they're about the same, you know, rarity level. So yeah, uh,
2: that, that's another thing too is that the points are still pretty high on her. Also for what she does, I think there's people that do similar things and cheaper than yeah. her. Uh, then we have the Watcher, which he's 125 points, which is a little bit much, but I think. If you have a little bit of tk on your team because he's got a seven range uh with two bolts power cosmic mystics he's got two stop clicks uh, i think him with the soul sword and uh, a little bit of tk could actually be pretty fun um not until rotation when we lose a lot of stuff but uh that's something that i definitely want to try with him I, I didn't think about the soul sword yeah you're absolutely right right there yeah that soul sword is yeah. So yeah, I think he's he does some cool stuff. I really like be uh, how he can hit people and then generate terrain, remove terrain, stuff like that. If he gets low enough, he's got Pulse Wave, and then he still has that last uh, stop click that he can bounce off off the Soul Sword, too. So this is probably a piece that I'm going to try. I'm not sure that it's going to do much,
1: but uh, I think it's kind of a cool piece. Yeah, he's, yeah. Definitely, he's definitely worth a try. And I, again, I think that things are going to shake out differently post-rotation, because paying 125 points might be worth it because you're getting quite a lot for that that for what he is you know
2: right yeah he's pretty close to like a full point uh arachnite almost so uh then we also have the joker which i think this is actually the piece that i'm looking forward to the most just because he's got the monster keyword and uh that ability to just move terrain around from even just the starting area uh seems pretty cool um what about you guys on him
0: yeah, uh, right there with you. Uh, I think that he can definitely mess up a Saki because they usually put it inside of his square and then one outside the starting area. You can now place that one out of the starting area, make him um, lose first turn immunity. Uh, but the main reason why you're going to use him, I think, is going to be your barriers. You can go ahead and just, just place barriers. This range voice is not bad either. Right, yeah, he has a lot of little tricks. And I think, uh,
2: like, tk the or not tk but moving, like, the, the lava... With his uh, Haunted Hoss Trap would <laughs> yeah. be pretty fun If uh, your opponent's playing that Now the uh, the trait, which is Outwit, Perplex, and Probability Control When the Joker uses any of them Roll a d6 One or two, the use of that power has no effect And the Joker can't use this trait Until your next turn So if he, uses, he loses the ability To lose this trait If he's used two of the other things Would they go away then also Because he can't use the trait anymore? yeah that, that's what i'm thinking yeah that's that's the way why
1: think because usually yeah, when you so. usually in stuff like that like if you can't use your duration would end so then you wouldn't like any use of that power would end up so.
2: right so if he like outwitted something perplexed up his attack and then had to prop his attack and then that he rolled a one or a two that power would come back, his
1: attack would go down, right? Uh, well, you'd have to even roll during the perplex, too, so you have, like, multiple chances of where you might end up just nullifying anything you've done. Oh, right,
2: yeah, I'm saying, like, you succeed on outwit and perplex, and then the prob, you have to roll on the prob, and then you fail that, you get a 1 or a 2, I think you lose the outwit and the perplex.
1: Yeah.
0: It can hurt you. on your opponent's turn, if you re-roll that attack and roll a 1 or a 2, if you perplexed up somebody's defense now that perplex is gone and so is right, that yeah. outwitted, are you outwitted if you like outwitted someone's hypersonic Um. so yeah he's kind of cool I like that he's
2: got the monster keyword and uh, Gotham City Underworld got super super strong
0: with the last yeah. two sets so I think that's a really cool piece it's not even within the line of fire it's just within six squares so you can put him in an indoor map he can just be, you know force blast people poison uh, even outwit perplex and prob he, he doesn't even I mean, yeah, he's so going to be so That's that's huge. He's going to be extremely
2: annoying uh, to play against, and I think very fun to play. <laughs> yeah, worth seventy five. So, and then the uh, the Wonder Woman generations. Um, they showed the other two dials for that. Um, Amazon is getting pretty strong, and I think these two pieces just kind of help that also.
1: What do you guys think about the uh, the Amazon's coming in? I really like the Nubia version. She's fifty points. She charts, starts with charge flurry. Her special blades. And her special leadership, which can just remove a token from everyone with the Amazon keyword, which, with how much cheating you can get people to be on an Amazon-themed team now, like Death Metal Wonder Woman, I would say like her being able to do that and keep your team going every turn is... And then
0: the other one I think is going to be huge with the giant reach 4, in-cap, with... You're gonna, she's going to be a 12 for 4, and can do in-cap twice. So yeah, I mean, that's huge, because you can go ahead against one of their tent poles and just hit, hit them. And I believe they're going to be modern for worlds, so it wouldn't be crazy to actually build a team with these and
1: giving her the necro sword. Yeah, but... She's double double-toe. Can she, can she... Is she doing the stunning blow thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's actually nuts. Yeah.
0: And afterwards, it says place her adjacent to a hit character and make a close attack. So you're, it's pretty much flurry. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have to target that character. It says adjacent to a hit character and then make a close attack. So no you could you could t-
1: you could target somebody else yeah
0: and then you can also or if you want to do you can put to give her the um the lasso
2: and she's hitting three times it's gonna target everybody yeah, they're gonna times. be pretty strong i is think the, when they come out is the and lasso then you still have ever- the other one that comes with that set too that uh during force construction you just give three people
0: with the amazon keyword uh equipment without paying its cost 90 points sounds like a lot but when you think about the three pieces of equipment it actually isn't it pretty much makes her into at minimum a, a 60 point figure i don't yeah think... so that's a totally fine
2: thing for 60 <laughs> points her dial
1: i'm not sure yeah. oh i don't think she'll be able to do the third with the or am i misreading this because the lasso says <laughs> for
0: what the, la- a one- the lasso is it it one... says whenever if the character already has a wonder woman team ability they target everyone adjacent <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, no, no. I, I was, I was thinking about the free. Oh, just in-cap. I think that's only
0: for that free lasso. But
1: oh, but in-cap is Oh, free make an attack using incapacitate and must. Because if it's you're granting incap from the lasso, so you're not actually getting. I, I don't know. I, I'm. I, it sounds you like choose... that
0: could work. So the way it works is that you, uh, you choose which incapacitate you use. It's the same thing with the tesseract and the prime vision. To say be specific that you're using the phasing from the tesseract to grant the uh, a prob
1: yeah I just thought I just thought there was a th- if you chose one of those you wouldn't get the effect of the other source
0: if yes, I think you're able to choose um, and it says when she uses incapacitate or does it say when she uses it yes
1: yeah, well th- I thought the I thought the lasso of truth said when she uses it but that's the 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 construct no, it just
0: says incapacitate but steel deals normal damage it doesn't say when she uses it yeah no i know so. yeah
1: so that, that definitely sounds like that works
0: um, so she's hitting 12 for 4 three times with the lasso that is worth 10 points right there 85 points giant reach 4 it's
2: definitely not bad. So i think that uh yeah amazon has a chance to get pretty strong here with all the uh pieces that have yeah. come out and there's probably like 70 wonder Woman in modern right
0: now yeah and then uh, yeah and Metal, Wonder Woman, Death Metal Wonder Woman making Dark Knights or uh, Justice League.
2: Amazon, right, yeah, which just up. makes that way stronger there, especially before yeah. uh, rotation with all of the uh, the Wonder Woman 80 chases. Yeah. Uh, and then last we have the 100-point uh, Superman with the rainbow rays coming out of his fingers. Um, he seems uh, kind of like more of a fun piece. I don't think he's going to be super competitive. I think he's more fun, kind of like uh, the Thor Gwen, as well. Do you guys think that he'll make any waves in uh, competitive? People might try. I think he's going
0: to try. Yeah. He's going to try.
2: I like him. uh, Then we have just a few listener questions. So the first one is from McConnell Lamar. Uh, He says, when pulp and theme formats were announced, WizKids also mentioned the Golden Age format. Would you like to see Golden Age events at Worlds? What do you guys
1: think? I don't see why not. If they they announced it, I mean, I don't see why not. I don't know if they should be, like, the headliner, but I don't see why they couldn't have him as, like, a side event.
2: If it's a small side event... From a judge's point of view, it's a nightmare. I say no. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing, is that (laughs) there's just too much to rule on, and there's just so many items, and they've changed the rules so many times, it's very hard to rule on stuff that... They have not put out rules themselves to fix it.
1: Yeah, and that's... Yeah, I... When you mentioned that, Miles, I agree with that. It's just... It's one of those, like... I know people like Golden Age, so... It's... it's And if they've announced it as an official thing, I don't really... It's hard to, like, you know, turn them down completely.
0: No, it's just... Yeah, it just makes the rulings hard, because there's so many things that have been rotated out, like the duo attack, the... Um ram is no longer there the resources like the lantern yeah. the actual lantern no,
1: no I, I, um, I i i i get where you're coming from i totally do house oh
0: well, they, he's they have no no they have there's no ban list for golden officially
1: so well Basically, that was well that was Ma- Ma- uh, mcconnell's second question was what are your top three figure or figures or game elements that should be banned in Golden Age? And I would think that if they're going to initiate Golden Age in any format, they have to have a ban list. And actually, honestly, they could take cues from um, Bronze Age over at Majestics as far as like where they have, like their ban list as just a uh, hey, this is a good starting point.
2: I think the biggest ones would be Battlefield Conditions, uh, the batteries, the lantern batteries, and just IDs just because of how many options you have in Golden Age. Mm -hmm. uh, I think feats as well. Um, Feats are okay when they were modern, especially with new figures. There's so many extra feats that just make pieces that much more overpowered.
1: Just like with the Battlefield Conditions. Yeah, if they to bring that stuff back I think they'd really have to rebalance a lot of it even uh, and then he also asked did you have uh, any that you wanted to add Dan? Um, mine were from more recent memory was uh, was it Jason Wingard and uh, Scarab because Scarab's already banned in silver so I'll just carry him over to Golden he's probably fine in Golden though <laughs> he's probably fine in Golden
2: Uh, And then he also asks uh, What is your most anticipated legacy card Out of the Notorious set And what do you hope it does Um, I went with uh, Phantasm That was a piece that uh, I pulled in the Batman animated series that I thought was pretty cool But uh, just not having uh, She can move After she does that free smoke cloud Which is free but it's 75 points And a 10 attack and no other way She just always seemed kind of limited So I just wanna see her be a little bit more mobile and have a little bit more damage output. But that's, that's my, the one that I was the happiest to see get made. Uh, what about you,
1: Dan? Uh, so I picked Majas, so that was the uh, Justice League Trinity War super-air. Um, I was gonna comment on your, uh, which, you picked Phantasm, right? As your super yeah. I was gonna say that the cool thing they could do with her is I, I feel like they could just give her like close combat expert easily. I don't know if she. I don't know if she had, right, yes. if she had that, like ever. that. Yeah. Um, see, she, she never. Yeah, she never had that. Just so. like a, a sidestep,
2: and uh, that that smoke cloud power is still pretty cool too. So yeah, close combat expert sidestep,
1: smoke cloud would be cool. Yeah. That was that was the one thing I was thinking was like, oh, they could just give her that because I, I was I was pretty sure she didn't have that starting out. Uh, but as far as Majras, he is just really he was really expensive. He was two hundred and ten points when he came out, but he basically stole powers when he KO'd things. And with how many things make bystanders or cheap characters now, uh, he could easily... Because he starts. he's a 10, 11, 18, 5 top dial, and I'm assuming they're going to drop his points quite a bit. Um, so I would think some form of him still stealing powers could be pretty neat. We don't really have too many characters that do that, so um, that was pretty cool. He also had a really uh, nasty Pulse Wave uh, in the middle of his dial that shut off powers when, uh, when he used Pulse Wave. It was so. It was so he would pulse wave, and then afterwards he would shut off a bunch of powers of anyone he hit. So him being able to kind of strip you after the pulse wave could be still really good. He would, I think, he just needs to be a lot cheaper in order for it to work because that the pulse wave was mid dial. Yeah, a lot of those really ridiculously high point pieces um, could easily get just cut in half, and
0: then just do something similar in there. Uh, what about you, Miles? What are you looking forward to as far as legacy cards go? Uh, dark Side, I'd, I want them to obviously make him, I want him to be a playable and pull. I don't want him to be overpowered. I know a lot of people like, well, he has the mega effect that should go through blocking. You should ignore it. I say, no, it does not. I want him to actually be closer to the legacy apocalypse, where he's able to bring like a Calibac or, you know, a, a Parademon. Something similar to that that gives him mastermind from range and all that stuff. I, I think that'd be really fun to make him into a tent pole like the legacy apocalypse. It'd be something different than we've had from any of the
1: dark sides. Oh see, I thought you were talking about like the uh, the single base apocalypse, and I'm like, he was way over-costed as a legacy. I think because he was one of the <laughs> yeah. Like I like, yeah. like I liked that a legacy apocalypse. I just that's what I was thinking you were thinking. I was like, oh, because they're they are similar in how they like their stats and stuff are decently similar. Like they're both I think ten range and have a decently long dial and a lot of white powers. So because
0: I mean, you can get like his
1: uh, calabac
0: there's a sod that you can get like the sod could have like support like as a nod to the old uh original one from Hypertime. i think there's so much you could do with him and i think just to make him like that apocalypse is a th- change his point value to you know the 100 200 300 to give him the, the legacy apocalypse feel everyone tries to say dark side and thanos and no uh, dark side manipulates from the back he can be powerful and he can do all that stuff but you know we don't need that I want there to actually be make it feel different playing it on your dark side plus he he's gonna have ruler which means that he's gonna have dolphin symbol so I'm all for that <laughs> <Already better. laughs> yeah uh, and then we have a uh, Mark Bird
2: who said uh, what Connelly's for this year are you most excited to play this year uh, I went with uh, Space Ghost and Joker. We already kind of talked about the Joker, but uh, Space Ghost is just a really cool uh, figure, uh, like character to put into the game, and all three of his uh, starting lines are just offer something a little bit different, so I think he's kind of fun to play at any of his uh, starting lines as well.
1: And he's so good. <laughs> um, my two are Venom Goddess Symbiotes, just because... I uh, one of my favorite characters and he is at the height I would say or very close to the height of his power in comics. Um and then for a more competitive sense would be the uh it hasn't been released yet but the uh Captain America on the Pegasus.
2: Yeah, honestly I think this is like the best year for LEs. Uh, they have just a ton of really fun ones that do a lot of different things and are very playable. Yeah, that's so what you can,
0: um, yeah. I have one main one. Obviously, everyone knows that it's Batman. Um, I'm, a, I'm a little sad that he doesn't have a just League team ability. Um, but he has Detective. And Detective is starting to come up. Um, you can make anyone Detective with thanks to Misty Knight. So you, we've already seen the two water maps. Um, water is going to make Splash <laughs> Unintended <in> the meta <laughs> after Notorious comes out. And people that don't think so, like, you need to expect that i think that's why the joker it's funny they're the exact same points joker is actually a perfect counter to dolphin teams because he can move water it's one square the terrain markers so. so yeah if you're on a water map you're sol but i i, I just think that the, the batman brings so much people think he's over i don't think so i mean for what he brings to the table and it's an instead when you ko him so that's point denial um, but we got to wait to see exactly what the, pro- the East East, uh Batman's going to be. That's probably what you're going to be bringing in. It's like the world's finest.
1: Well, don't, f- don't forget, you also have the... Uh... Oh, you think he's going to be cheaper than the, uh, than that Batman at 60? D-
0: uh, so the way that this is works and the way it's worded is that you can turn it to the, the... What, heal it to equal to the last result. The character can't be otherwise healed this game. Like you can bring any point Batman in, and oh. if he's more points, that's the points they get.
1: Oh, because I was gonna say there's also the the uh, Black Lantern bats too, just as an alternative yeah. thought. So
0: I'm just thinking that you want to bring in the, the zombie Batman just because you can't heal above that that three. So if he gets KO'd and he goes to another set click like Superman, which I'm pretty sure is going to happen, it gives it more survivability. It's the only reason why that because it says you, they can't be healed otherwise, which is sad. Yeah, that'll that'll be interesting, for sure. And the power action to unequip an equipment from a character within range in line of fire is, I know it's once per game, but that's huge. Uh, Obviously, it's going to be post-rotation. You're not going to get as as many overpowered objects, but uh, a lantern ring, a team it
2: depends on, perfect. Yeah, pieces like this are going to be able to really throw a wrench into a lot of different plans and stuff. So I think after rotation, you're going to see a lot more interactive pieces like that start getting and,
0: played. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to teams that actually move across the map instead of just staying in starting areas. <laughs> yep, rotation's gonna be good. Yeah, and then
2: Joker was my second one. Those are the, the my top two. Uh, then we have, uh, which Iconics figure are you most excited for this year? I think Wolverine on the bed was my number one, so I'm happy I already have that one. And then beyond that, though, I think the, the Spider-Men were the only ones that were a little lackluster. Everything really seems like it has a really good dial, does something cool, and is reasonably priced. But yeah, Wolverine was definitely my, my number one.
1: Uh, definitely the spider Man, just because, I mean, I'm a Spidey fan, so... Uh, those are cool like they 're not they 're not great but they 're interesting i haven 't really i haven 't really unfortunately dabbled with them yet they 're still in in the box i haven 't really opened it yet but I did the same thing otherwise yeah I just... I don't know. there wasn 't really too much else that uh, i do i do like the the, uh, the was it the bane batman box that 's pretty cool Asriel's pretty neat he 's also just a super unique character that does a lot of things that i haven 't seen before. Right. Yeah, mine
0: is uh, actually uh, doomsday. See after seeing his point values. I really want to
2: see what he's gonna be doing for 300. Yeah, 90s, he's gonna I have to do s- yeah. It's gotta be something like that LE
0: from uh, I don't know how many years
2: ago it was where like every click was a stop click. I would assume something like that. Yeah,
0: well I mean the what the the Superman that comes in there has 60 point line which is interesting. So I don't, yeah, that whole entire, the death of Superman was like, that's my favorite story arc. I remember reading that as a kid. I still have my original death of Superman comic. And I was just entranced and I thought Superman was really dead. Doomsday really left a huge impression on me. So I, even though they made him crap, you know, in recent years, I have a soft spot for the death of Superman Doomsday.
2: Yeah, when I was younger, that was probably the DC thing that I remember the most. Hmm. I just I'm ready for tent poles
0: to be viable. Um, something that ignores stop signs because right now stop signs completely negate. Two stop signs and you're playing a tent pole, you're gonna lose. Yeah, and you have a lot more pieces that are gonna be able to equip them
2: for free at a low cost coming out yeah. here too. So that's gonna possibly be an issue still.
1: Yeah, that's true. With all the low point, either the either the goons or just the low point characters that have the different keywords out.
2: Well, oh, yeah, those guys being able to generate the stuff for free is, is pretty crazy for 15 points, having all that yeah. stuff. Wow. <laughs>
0: the stop sign needs to get fixed. It says opposing characters that started within two squares cannot use improved movement. That's what it needs to read. Not as soon as you're within two. Because yeah. like you said, you have, we're going to have 15-point characters bringing that in. Um, it completely shuts down an entire team for free bystander. I, I just think that there's, there's certain aspects that... Need to be ratted and clarified to where they're not game breaking. There's no reason why the stop sign should do that.
1: Well, I guess the I guess the thing is, I don't know if it's necessarily game breaking, but it's very punishing for little to no effort, and that's I think where the issue is. Yeah, lies.
2: that's claim the the game issue. break Yeah, the issue because is all is the it, sh- it shuts down so many pieces so that you can't play
1: a lot of tent poles or one man armies because of it. That they're just done yeah cause like say even my team like I'm very hev- like heavily relying on like Madam Webb to do the trick of like giving my characters like really good improved movement and that stop sign just says you don't get any of that
2: uh, then, uh, what are each of your favorite non-meta teams to have seen played in ROC states so far um, I thought that uh, Brian's mission point team with Wrecker. Just having a mission point team that's very interactive is pretty cool. Um, and then any full point Iron Hammer team, um, I thought was awesome
0: to see in the top four. Yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you. You um, like the two, the Iron uh, Hammer? The, the Wrecker, well, the Wrecker team, I, I actually played that team and saw how interactive that is. Uh, right, yeah. That came down to the wire, literally was like two minutes left. He actually played, what, his game before me, he played the 145 point slop super rare uh, apoc with warlock and then 145 point genesis i think she had the warlock too and that came down to the wire there's like three minutes left (laughs) one by mission points because he had that type of mission
2: point team I think is really cool because you you do have to be interactive and it's a lot of different play. It makes for a very unique game if you're playing in a big event that's going to go for a long time, but the issue are the ones that you just don't need to do anything and it's just broken really quick like uh, the healing mission point team or that uh, Miss Minutes with Mockingbird. Like Those are, I
0: think, problems for the game. Yeah. Miss Minutes is the problem. And then with the Indigo, it's the Watcher. You yeah, should not able to heal any, You should not be able to heal someone you can turn or click to. That's just... Yeah.
2: There sh- there sh- they should be addressed because that's stuff that just kind of, for me, it kind of ruins the game if you're losing on turn
1: 3 without having done really anything. Yeah, and that's... Even if it's a 0-0, zero, zero, but they still won because of mission, yeah, that just doesn't feel good because you're like... Uh, like you said, Miles, uh, when we were talking earlier about the Mockingbird team, if they go to Morlock tunnels, you just unless you can run all the way over there and you have, like, Spider-Man or you have someone with the Necro-Sword, they can kill all the Mockingbirds and and do the mission points before you can even get over there. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only team so far that has had a
0: chance against them um, is the Prime Spider-Man. Because on Morlock Tunnels, you just bring Prime Spider-Man up on the map and halfway up, and then you just move him again and he's going to be able to use Flurry for free to kill her. Um, But that's one piece. If it takes a... Primes to kill a Miss Minutes, issue point team. That's a problem.
1: I think uh, I think you could do it with um, like world's finest too, as as well. Because uh, he could just. Well, yeah, but you you have to do a free attack with him. You need two attacks
0: to kill her. Um, well, I guess only one attack. You have to knock knockback. I was gonna say with to the
1: with attack. the with the knockback, you only need the one.
0: Yeah, but you uh, one seventy five. Yeah, full point. Then no. again, you have to invest no, no no no, just one.
1: just just him at sixty with and I've been seeing plenty of people play him at sixty with the Necro. So that's easy way to just she's dead. definitely be able to get all the way across the map though by turn three. Uh I think so. Yeah. I don't s I, I, I could definitely see yeah. that being the case.
0: And again though, you look at these pieces that are counter to this and that they're ridiculously overcosted prop um, money wise. That it. It's dumb that those pieces is where it takes to counter.
1: Oh yeah, I'm not saying it's very. I'm yeah. not saying it's balanced. Oh, I just, yeah, I yeah. just mean that there are ways to do it.
0: know uh, there are. Yeah, that's why he didn't win. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> Daryl, if you're listening. I told Corey how to beat your team. I just <laughs> you said you weren't going to give me the champion map, and I'm like, okay, it's on. We're going to beat it.
2: <laughs> uh, did you guys have any other favorite non-meta teams that you saw, or pieces, or anything? I
1: actually liked the prime. Iron or Invincible Amman, I was actually surprised to see him in top cut. Co- that's like Randy Carter. Hats off to you, sir. <laughs> and
0: Fire Hulk.
1: Yeah, that was the other one. Was I? I, I like that piece. That was definitely a piece I went and searched out to buy last year at Gen Con. So I that's cool to see that on a on a top four team. Yeah, he can definitely hang for quite a while. Especially for like who was in the field in that one too? I believe, right?
0: Yeah, it's thirty five players. Yeah, out of thirty five players he was able to make a
2: top cut. Like, that is huge. All right, well, did yeah, uh, either, either of you guys have anything
1: else? Uh, just really excited to play this weekend. I know I'm only playing one event, but, uh, I mean, excited to judge and watch and kind of take it all in on day one on Saturday and then... Uh, go hard and play as best as i can on sunday
2: Yeah, i think we had uh there's only one more week and i think it's just uh australia that has it next the weekend after ours right really no this is going to be wrapping up i thought that
1: they're done i thought all of them had to be wrapped up by august 1st
0: i think a few places got pushed up oh oh, okay i think i'm not sure though i could be wrong maybe this is
2: the last week then i know it's, it's coming close so it's been hard to watch all these other states uh Able to
0: play over the last like month, so I'm happy that we finally get our turn. Yeah, I, I, I look forward to hearing your guys's. Um, I'm just gonna be practicing for Worlds. Um, I need to go all in. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have the excuse of not enough playtesting. Um, I'm gonna just keep grinding and hopefully make top pet with Aquaman.
1: I need as, to. As I need to do that too. I also need to practice more because I don't get. I don't. I don't yeah. practice this team enough.
2: Worlds is a sure thing for you, Miles. Yes. All right. Yeah, we'll be there for sure too. I will Dan, also. Dan, you're going for sure.
1: Yeah, right. I'll be with uh Robert and a couple guys I know from Mississippi. So they're they're coming up for worlds. So I'm I'll be because we're playing teams, but I'll still be obviously with everybody else. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll all be there. I think. Okay. Yeah, I think
2: we got a lot of people coming from uh, up here too in Wisconsin. All right. Yeah, I'm hoping for a nice field.
0: What's that? I'm hoping for a nice field. I just want to know what's going to happen with uh since. WKO points are not in, non-existent. If they're going to make it, everyone has to go through. Round. I wonder if they're going to just give her the buys. Yeah.
2: So um, they they just don't have any. Everyone's playing round one except the winner of Nats. The winner of Nats gets a round gets one the, buy. Gets buy yeah. uh, otherwise, yeah, everyone
0: it, is playing. There's no okay, round yeah, buys or anything. That, that. Yeah, that's dumb. Because Nats is so small, there's only a limited amount of people that can go there. It's just yeah. I think. I think the winner of states and potentially even the top four states or top two states should have also got to buy or enough points because at least the winner of states should have got
2: the buy. I'm going to guess they're going to make something. They're, they're probably going to bring something like that back next year, but everything's been a mess and you just a lot of places still are just starting doing a lot more in-person play. Yeah. So there's I was, a better chance. And I know Howard's going to be running two uh, states next year, so I think early... Yeah. Early 2024, he's doing a Silver States that's supposed to lead into his Rock Cup, and then around this time or a little bit later in fall, I think he's doing uh, a Modern States as well. So, with more bigger events like that, I think they might bring some sort of point system back or something. But it's best that they do it yeah. this year because that was kind of a mess. Giving was it like? I think it was more than half the people got first round buys. Yeah, that's
1: pretty. Only well. was 50.
2: Yeah,
1: that's pretty wild. Well. Uh, uh, was just 50? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, what was the, the only thing? I, I actually don't mind not having the point system because I like that just anyone can come and compete. And, and It just doesn't feel like people can get shut out just because if they didn't have the chance to play. I, is my only thought on that.
0: No, I think, I think that there should be a field that you're trying to get the wild card. You know, Just like with sports, you know, sometimes you're going to try and go the wild card to get to that. I think everyone should have an advantage, but I think that there's certain positions like state winners and stuff that should be getting the benefits of something like a buy for a world, like they won their states
1: yeah you know yeah i just meant more of like letting uh, giving as many people the chance to compete as as possible i guess was more or less my thought yeah that. yeah no that's exactly yeah
0: because i heard they used to have to have
1: wko points to even compete worlds yeah I think that's just crap and yeah i, did, I didn't well, like that didn't,
2: if you didn't you just got to you had to play those grinders until you did qualify so you could go with zero WKO points, you just had to do the grinders to eventually get into them. <clears throat> Either way, there's no way that the field is any worse than um, just full Thanos's and um, Legacy Apocalypses, so it's got to be a better time for <laughs> this year coming up. Was that last
1: year only still? Yeah. Ugh, well, I'm glad that we're in a different, a different world right now for that.
2: Yeah, it's been also cool, it's cool that uh, there's just a ton of stats to pick from right now, and then they're changing the, uh, the rotation to after that. So going forward, I think that that's actually a really cool thing. It still could lead to a pretty rough worlds, though, with uh, some of the older stuff still in it. Yeah, but, but uh, that's... Going that's,
1: forward. I think that's right now, right? Yeah, I think that going after this one, I think this is actually a nice way for them to just end the year, basically, as just, all right, here's the cutoff. <laughs> After this, stuff rotates. Because then all the tourneys are done, right? Because it, it did feel weird where you go to Nats, you play your team, and then suddenly for Worlds, you're building something completely different. Because every, right, yeah, every... I, I
2: like this. This is how it should have been, I think, all the time. So being able to have the biggest pool of figures available to you right before Worlds and then rotate after and make it feel fresh is exactly what they should do.
1: Yeah, because then it... Because clicks kind of cools down a little bit after that, and, and I think that's where the time where you could then like work on your experimenting and trying to see what new stuff works obviously, right. and, and then flesh out different new strategies and stuff.
0: I just want to know what rotation is, they need to just let us know.
1: Yeah, that'd be nice.
0: Is that
2: what... Well, yeah, I mean, an actual date would be nice, because as of right now, it's just sometime after Worlds, but then knowing the sets that are going to rotate out is, would be kind of nice. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so that way you're not trying to, you're not, you know, theory building like right. um, for instance, and, and a team that's never, you're never going to be able to play a modern. I know some people want X of Swords, everything up to X of Swords, and I think that's just that, that's just wishful thinking. There's no yeah. way that's the oldest set. I personally
2: think that uh, they're going to cut off at um, Rise and Fall, and the newest any piece is going to be from the Eternals movie, and then the newest full set would be Empire. That's my personal opinion on where I think they're
0: going to cut it. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. There's just so many things in Empire that... Pitsy play and even eternals i think eternals are some sleepers in there that i think people actually go back and look that they're still
2: very viable all right well that is about it Uh, i believe adam changed the motto as of last episode so i'm just going to go with that but uh, some superheroes wear capes others wear dice good night (laughs)
1: good night everybody